brusquete brahanda rusha la brusquete makata kata kata jala brusquete kete kete rakata kata makata kata 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 jakata kata 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 makusa la brusquete brahanda rusha la zekete kete kete rakata kata kata jakata kata kata marusquete brahanda rusquete kete kete Marusquete <laughs> Jealous in Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Uh, welcome to the Youth Network Podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everybody. I really do want to appreciate everyone that has been listening, has been following, that has been sharing, reaching out to other people from every path and every walk of life i really want to say thank you all right um i don't know but this is night so here i am now so wherever you are today we'll be looking at a very um very what would i call it is it, is it, it you can call it a controversial topic to some people but to me it's not really controversial you know i i strongly believe that there are some there are some scripture that they they look most they look so compound to me that the spirit of revelation can come and begin to explain them even further than what you think you've known about it so today we'll be looking at matthew 633 Matthew 633. Um, it's called uh, I just like seeking God's kingdom first. I remember that one of the very first persons that I learned this principle from that usually edit from was um, I think Bishop Wiriko and David Ibumia. Those are the people I believe David Ibumia learned it from Bishop David Wiriko. And Bishop David Wiriko said he got the revelation from the book of um, Oswald J. Smith. Um, Oswald J. Smith. That's where he got the book from Oswald J. Smith. And that's where he got the revelation from that um, seeking and putting God's kingdom first. So, exactly what I'm trying to do now. So, um, first of all, let's see uh, Matthew chapter 6 from verse 28. Matthew chapter 6 verse 28. Um, Alright. See, and take your thought for, you see, and why you think thought for a moment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toil not, neither do they spin. You see, and yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall not much more clothe you or ye of little faith. Then therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat or what shall we think? Or where that shall we be clothed for? After all these things do the Gentiles seek for seek. For your heavenly father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. You know, one of the very um, um the one of the most important parts of this scripture was 32 when he said all these things, you know, that you're you're trying to seek for are the things that the Gentiles they are seeking for. 
I know you have need for them. You have need for houses. You have need for you know. Every time we talk about finances and material things, believe I make it look like um, they are they are sinful, they are canalities, and they are this and that. Let me tell you. Um, um, in, in Zechariah 1.17, the Bible said, With prosperity shall you spread the gospel abroad. There are, there are levels of... The one-on-one evangelism is very good, it's very important. But let me tell you, we will never get to reach a measurable number of people. A, 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 a measurable number of people. If what we are going to be doing is just door-to-door, there's what is called influence. And one of the ways to get influence must... It come from material possession. Yes, and this message is not an attempt to, to, to push out um, um, carnality or to make it look like um, God is is um, 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 God needs your money to um, God needs your money to make himself God no that's not it but I truly want to say I mean make something that looks very that sounds very um, um, controversial now there's a dimension a part of God that is transactional yes truly there's a part of God that is very very transactional why do I mean when I say transactional, now people who said, yeah, he said, um, he give us, he, he give us Jesus freely. If he could give us Jesus freely, he could give us. He gave us just because he loved us. Now, why, why did I say that? There are so many things in this kingdom that are not gifts. Uh, not everything in this kingdom is a gift. Some things are reward based on the depth of the, of the, based on the depth of our alignment and sacrifice for the things of God over the years. And hence, this is the reason why we don't command the same result as believers. This is the reason why they can, you, you can, you can go to a meeting, you carry that sickness to a meeting, and you still come back with that sickness to, uh, from the meeting you go. And you can go to another meeting. They are two, they are, they are both genuine men of God. I go to another meeting and just stepping into that meeting after a few minutes you find out that the same sickness you took to another meeting you came here now in just 10-15 minutes you can't find it anymore they are both sincere believers but let me tell you they are the bible say um give yourself um to the ministry and uh, give yourself to um and that you should give yourself to prayer to the ministry of the world continuously now you cannot really tell me that somebody over the years was given enough attention to the word and prayer it is it is see it is there's no there's no level of how do i put there's no level of god being biased god who oversees the justice system by himself cannot be biased so there's a debt that if i give myself to the principles of the kingdom if i give myself to 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 constant prayer if i give myself to constant study diligent of the world give myself to material spiritual and anointed material it is bound that will produce more result than a believer who is lukewarm who, who probably read his bible once a week and probably pray twice in a week maybe on sunday and each any other day again he goes to church that there's no magic about that. There are some things that just because you see them in the scripture and you confess them does not mean you find them that way. There's a work into it. Apostle Paul shows us. He said the grace of God has bestowed upon. He said, but he labor abundantly more than they are. So there's a labor dimension to whatsoever thing that God has given to you. When Apostle Paul, when they were laying hands on Timothy, they said that the that the, the gift that issued that thy mightiest, that mightiest were a good warfare of it. Are you getting me now? So just because the grace has been given does not mean there's no working dimension to it. There is. Although Jesus, although um, Jesus will come to the world, but somebody still have to carry him like baby. That was what Mary did. Mary had to play his own part by accepting the responsibility to carry Jesus. 
So when I said Matthew 6, 33, the Bible says, CK. Now, 32 will give you context to this thing. Chapter 32 was saying that, verse 32 was saying that all these things you're seeking for, the material thing, the spiritual thing, whatsoever thing you're seeking for, you will get them. But put my kingdom first. There's a dimension of God. There's a part of God. I'm saying it again. It sounds controversial. You can take it out. There's a part of God that sounds con- that is controversial. Yes, it is. Now, this is it. He said, if a man is diligent in his work, he said, we'll we'll stand before kings and not be man. If you're not diligent, the transactional part of it is that for God to bring to cause men, for God to cause, for, for God to cause kings to stand before you, you must do it. You must sow the seed of diligence. When we say transactional, it must not be just material things. That means if you're not diligent in your work, you won't stand before kings. So there's a dimension of God or a part of God that is truly transactional, that you truly have to do something to get that part. We can all be believers. We love God and we do all that we do. But if we do not, um, as I say, align ourselves to certain principles, then believe me, we will not. Then, then believe me, we will not see result concerning it. Even though it's written in the scripture that if you, if if you do not align to what is written, there's no way you will actually get the result from what is written. You know, when you said, when you said, seek first the kingdom of God and everything shall be added. When you try to add money to it, people get angry. But truly, it is. Yes, sir, it is. Everything will be added in the sense that when God gives you a vision and you're truly working in alignment to that vision, you put in first everything that is needed for you to equip to equip you for that vision he has given to you. As long as you put in first, even if it's a private jet, if his money is going to provide it. He says, seek me first. When you put, when God gives you a vision, gives you a mandate, and you put in first in that vision, you follow it adequately. Whatsoever that needs, that you, that, 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 that whatsoever way that that you need for that vision to find to find its way and uh, god is ready to equip you if it's a private jet he will give to you if it's finances he will give to you if it's relationship he gives to you but the, the the part of you that you must play is that what the part of you that you must play is that you put in first now the bible says resist a devil that shall flee oh hope you know the bible he, he said he has he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places then you, sh- you should stop praying since god has blessed us with all spiritual you should stop praying so then there's a part of you that you still need to pray for the result to come. Since that, that's why I said there's a part of God that is transactional. If not, you will not be praying. Your own part is that you pray and he answers. If you don't pray, you won't get an answer. It's still transactional. So there are things that God puts that, um, how do I do? God is a God of principle and he will never violate his principle. Yes, sir. Like I said, there is, um, how do I put it? See, the, the ways of God, eh, we cannot really get, we can't, we can't tell our God, we, we cannot box him. But let me tell you, the patterns to which he does them, the, the, um, um, there's, a, um, there's a level of thing that, we, that a believer that if you know, you can command the results in this kingdom. There's a timetable to that. You cannot really know God himself finished, but the, to his pattern to which you can get certain results, it can be learned. You can learn them. They are, they are like courses in school. They are like courses in school. For instance, when, you're done, when you go to medicine school and you, you, you're done, when you're done learning, it doesn't mean you've learned everything. There are things you will learn. When, there are things you will learn from, from being a doctor while you're, you're practicing on the field. So the same with any, the, the same principle that guarantees our result in the kingdom is like a course in school. You can learn them and have your result like this and have the, your result. But as you begin to trade more, you begin to learn the ways of God more. I hope you're getting me now. So, 
It's not as if the ways that can guarantee a believer success or victory in this kingdom is not something that cannot be. You can learn them and know these are the principles. So there is truly a part of God that is transactional. So every time that people said that um, 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 that put God first and every other thing shall be added, when we say every other thing, every other thing that is needed to equip you for that for that vision to which He has given to you, everything that needs to equip you well for the assignment for whatsoever thing that God has given to you, He said, "Put me first, and it shall be added." He said, "These are the things that the Gentiles, these people, and every other people they are looking for." He said, "But if you put me first, these things and this." things shall be added. Is it for all these things do the Gentiles? Is it for so for all these things do the Gentiles seek? For your heavenly father knoweth that you need all of these things. He knows but he said put him put me first. Let me tell you I, I said when I said there's a part of God that is transactional not because he, uh, how, do I, how do I put this in there? Not because there are some times when God gives you an instruction. Let me tell you the truth. And you still do not do them. And God still come through for you. That is the art of God's mercy. But as a responsible believer, you don't go about teaching people that they should not think um, God gives instruction. You, can, you may not even do it. You still come through. Let me tell you, that kind of mercy will not be available for everybody in that particular time. So you don't go about going about just because God gives you an instruction and you did not put it through and God still come through for you. Does not mean you go about teaching people in that line. You will mentor people into rubbish and error. Because as a believer, we are meant to take responsibility. Apostle Paul was saying, I labor more abundantly. That was his own responsibility he was taking. So there's a part that, that when, when, for instance, God can decide to say, okay, every, every three days, every day, make sure you pray in tongues for three hours. You can go and say, eh, eh, do I have to pray every day before I get the result? And if you miss that, that thing is called, is called our personal dealing. And if you miss that particular dealing, just because somebody um, comes to tell you, you don't have to do this and that. If you miss that particular dealing, you will, you will miss certain encounter that God seems to give you in that period. There's what they call, um, how do I even put it? Um, how do I even put it? There's what they call personal dealing. You don't go about teaching people about your personal dealing, neither do you go about telling people to make doctrine out of them. You don't make doctrine out of personal dealings. You don't go about teaching people to virtually make doctrine out of them. You don't do that, but you can only use the experience from me. Based, I'm, 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 I'm drawn from the authority of scripture and your experience to align. For there are some times that God can tell you when you receive that your salary, remove your transport and give you your next three months' salary. If you go about and say that, okay, okay, probably you can be praying and say, God, you want the job, you want this and that, and God speaks to you verbally Himself. He said, My son, do this, give me your three months' salary, remove your tithe and your offering there, and give me them. You can go about and say, eh, 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 God, after all, eh, what did I do for him before he gave me Jesus? If you go about with those kinds of um, intelligence sin, you will stay in that your own job for long. Not because God needs your money, but there are some times when God gives us instruction, not for anything. It is, how do I put it? Um, when God created man, he gives us will. So we can choose from bad and we can choose from evil. You can decide to choose bad or good. The same way when God gives you certain instruction, not because if you don't drop the money somewhere or this, it what whatsoever God wants to do in that particular region, He will still do it, whether with you or without you. But when God gives you a personal instruction, there's a reason to it. So if you go about and say, after all, He gave us Jesus without asking us for anything, you will miss whatsoever encounter or anything that God wants to do to you. So when we go about, that's why I say there's a part of God that can be very transactional. He's not doing it because He needs your money, not doing it because He probably needs your intelligence or anything. Everything you think you are it came from him actually so 
I think we must virtually learn this thing. You know, every time you mention money and finances and material resources, people actually get angry and said, um, um, God, the things we do for God is out of you. Have you forgotten that God said he's not one that will not reward the labor of your um, that will not reward the labor of your love? Now we don't do certain things because we want to receive from God actually. The, the reasons why we do the things we do for the kingdom, one first, is from the platform of love. Because he first loved us and we return back the love. Even our salvation came on the platform of love. The Bible said, he said, for God so love. He loved before he gave. You can give and not love, but you cannot love and not give. You can give just because you want to tell people you're giving and not love. But if you truly love, they, they will be giving. Say, for God so loved the world that he gave. His only begotten son. So, when when, when we try to say that, uh, Matthew 6, 3, we are trying to say that to every when when um, and that there's a part of god that is truly transactional and it boils down to the place of our personal dealing there are times when god said when you're, you're praying concerning something god gives you an instruction every night come out seven times in the night to come and pray you can see oh, what kind of nonsense is that where well, it's not in the bible and this one and that one if you do like that you will miss certain things that god is said to give to you when we say transactional it mustn't be material things or physical cash that God is just saying you need to do this. You need to. When the wall of Jericho was to fall down, He gave them the condition to make it fall. If you if you walk around it and play this, it's going to fall. If you don't do it, forget about it falling. When they needed wine at the Canaan wedding, He asked them to put water in it. So there are times when you can fall short of destruction. God still come willingly for you out of His mercy. That does not mean you go about and start preaching and saying, um, even if you don't do it, you'll still come. That you 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 put a lot of people in bondage and foolishness and irresponsibility. So I will say that seek the kingdom of God first. That everything personally I have a principle. I think I learned I learned it from um, one of my fathers, um, David Ibeme. He said, "Whatsoever thing that he has not given to the kingdom, he will never give give for himself." Then, then um, he began to share testimonies of how um, um, the first, the first major money he ever had in his life was, I think, seven hundred twenty thousand or something. Then he had the, he just, he said his, his mind or Satan was just telling him, go, go use it and get a car, use it and get a car. But he knew that in this kingdom we put God first, so he took the money. And at that time he was pastoring, the, he was pastoring the church. They had, they had not really grown to this level, and they needed to fix the church, and they needed seven hundred k. He did what they said. He took the money there and just give and the remaining. One, I think he bought books with them. He said, "But today, can I be talking about cars?" The truth is that, see, eh, as we are saying, we don't do things for God because of the material things that that we get from Him. But let me tell you, God is such a loving and a caring Father that at the end of the day, is a man who will, who will surely reward the labor which you have labored. The labor of your love, you will surely reward it. For instance, imagine that even your own father, that there are times you don't even ask him for something, but because he sees, um, um, having, uh, he, he, because the willingness that you're his son alone, that, I mean, uh, um, um, the father, your son alone, makes him, he, he guarantees you certain things without you even begging or asking for it. So, we truly must learn that when we say putting God's kingdom first, we, we literally, we are not coming from the standpoint of saying that we are saying we are buying bread, okay, we are doing it because of money. No, we do it from the platform of love. But because we know the father that we have is a caring father and he will always reward our labor of love. So, for God is not wicked not to reward the labor of your love. He's not. 
paraphrase it. So when people try to when, when people try to want to camp it and say, hey, it's not by this, it's not by no, you 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 see, God is not God is an intelligent God. For instance, if if you're putting God first and God says seek ye first the kingdom of God, and every other thing shall be added. If you're seeking him first, and what is out of love, not because of what you want, want to gain from him, and if you're seeking him first, and as you're seeking him, if what you truly need then is is finances to cater for certain bills, believe me, you will bring it. You can argue with it, there's no problem. But believe me, you will bring it. He said, you seek ye first the king and every other thing shall be added. If at that point, when you're seeking him first from the platform of love, what is needed then is finances to cater certain responsibilities. Believe me, God will bring it. He will surely bring it. You know, people will, will camp it around as if God is not a lifter of man, as if God does not bless his people, as if God does not know. I know there's a part of being diligent, there's part of excellence, there's part of creativity and productivity, but there's also the part of, there's a, there, there's a, there's a wealth that comes by prophecy. By this time tomorrow, this and this, A and B. By this time tomorrow, A and B, B and C true so we don't just go around and make it feel like once people talk about money we try to give treat them and say hey god doesn't give money but satan gives a bit no let's stop all these things you are trying to this has been one of the targets of satan to the body of christ and church at large to hold the church even captive when it comes to resources to do the things of the kingdom when you put god first he's a man who never he, he loves you too much to even let you see shame never do you know what? If God tells you go and sit down there and there's no chair there, before you get there, there will be chair there. Is is a man who he, we, we like I said from the beginning, we don't serve him because of what we want to get from him. We serve him because we truly and genuinely love him. But because of a loving and a caring father that if you put me first, we, we don't do it because of what he will give us, but because of his being a, the nature of love that he has, he will surely reward our labor of love. That's why it's called the labor of love. It's not called labor of transactional. It's called the labor of love. That because we do this thing from the standpoint of love, and he's, he's a man, he's a, the Bible says he's a reward of them who diligently seek him. So there's a way you can seek him and still not be rewarded if he's not diligently seek. So being diligent alone is not just that kings will come before you. Is that there's a way you can truly is a, a reward out there who, who diligently. So if you seek him not in a diligent way, you still will not find him. You see why? You see why I'm saying the transaction that comes from now? That you, you will find him normally but he said diligently. So if you don't seek him that diligently you still may not find him. So when we say putting God first, we are, we, are, we are literally saying that in every sphere of life that you find yourself, I, I personally have, have a reservation, I am, am, am setting this for myself. There are certain amount that will never spend on certain things until I spend them in the kingdom, personally. That, that's one of the ways I understand the matter. That there are certain amount that will never spend on certain things personally until I put them first into the kingdom. Do you know what? If you truly love people, your resources will go to the channel of where your heart is. Yes. Anywhere your resources is going to is an indication of where your love life is. Yes. Anywhere major part of your resources is going to is an indication of where your lover, where you, where, where your heart is, where your love life is. Because you can you cannot indefinitely be spending money on what you don't really like, except uh, on exceptional cases. 
So when God says seek him first, you are running. At, see, do you know one thing with us? We 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 don't we we you know human being naturally we are we are easy people who love to run and do this thing. But when God says seek me first, he's trying to say, Come closer and wait. And the Bible now said, They that wait upon the Lord say they shall mount up with wings like eagle. You know what? We don't actually run by running, we run by waiting. He said, They that wait upon the Lord say they shall mount up with wings like eagle. He said, Now, when you wait with God, you don't when he act when he virtually releases, you don't walk, you don't run, you fly like an eagle. He said, They that mount up with he said, They that wait upon the Lord say they shall mount up with wings like eagle. So, when God is seeking you and he said, in your finances, put me first. In your relationship, put me first. In your academic, put me first. In your place of work, put me first. There are people who, Jesus is Lord over their relationship, but he's not Lord over their finances. If he's not Lord over one, he won't be Lord over all. No, he must be Lord over everything. Is it that Lord of all or Lord of nothing? He must be what? Lord over everything. There are people when they can only pray, they only pray about their relationship, but when it comes to and, and submit to God and do everything that and they apply every principle that a believer that is in courtship should apply. But when it comes to their finances, they don't put in first. They don't do their own part as a believer that they ought to do. So when the Bible is trying to say, seek it first the kingdom of God, that every other thing shall be added, it's trying to tell you that in all that you do, you put in first. If I decide to put in first in all that I do today, if my need at that point in time has to be with a wife or a husband, it will, it will provide it. Now, I'm not doing it because I need a husband or because I need a wife. I'm doing it from the depth of love. But because he's a sincere and a loving father, and he has seen my heart, I'm doing it from the platform of love. Then he's a man who is bound to reward. He's a rewarder of them that diligent seeking and di- you will diligently seek something when you love the thing so so when we say seeking first and everything is added we are saying that when you do this thing from the platform of love of love to a father is a responsible and a sincere and a caring father who is set to reward and to return to reward the labor of your love back so we are not just saying that okay we are doing it because of the finances or the money we get for no we are doing this thing from the platform of love So when, you, when we are saying seek first the kingdom of God in your finances, in your relationship, in all that has to do with it. One of my fathers who humorously said that, do you know how you know? He humorously said that, do you know how you, how you know if um, uh, you put God first in your finances? He said, look all your expenses this year. Look the things you spend money most on. It's an indication of where your love is. How much have you spent on the, on the gospel? What have you done for the gospel financially this year? How many people have you paid their transport to church? How many times have you have you seen through the church project? How many times have you done anything that, that enhances the kingdom of God? How many times have you said, okay, and today there's no fuel in church? Let me just let me let me be a blessing to do this thing. You see, where your resources is going to is a pointer of where your love life is. Go back and begin to check all your credit alerts in your phone since generate it now. What have you actually and totally done to do for the kingdom? When you truly, when it's in your heart, God will put it in your hand. That seek ye first the kingdom. You see, they that diligently seek him. You see, see, do you know one thing? When when we see God blessing certain people, we'll, look, we'll make it look like it's not fair. God, God is the one he oversees the justice system by himself. He can, if you are diligent, eventually we'll find you. He will reward you, I mean, eventually. God is the reward of them that diligently seek him. 
they diligently seeking him is putting him first. When God said, bring, your, bring forth your strong reasons, he said, there was a, there was a testimony that was said when I started long, some time back. Um, some arm robbers, they came to a woman's house to, probably, they want to um, um, rob him or something. They say she just took her tight card there and threw it on the floor and asked them to cross it and come out. He, he considered them to be devourer, but because he knew he has, he, she, she has done her own part, he crossed it and said, come and cross the tight card and shoot me. <laughs> See, not everything in this kingdom is a gift to There are things that are reward based on the depth and the level of our, our agreement, alignment, and work with God. They come as a testament of, oh, this man has paid certain sacrifice. Hence, that's why we don't command the same results. We all love God. We sincerely love him. But that's why we don't command the same results. That can you go back now and put him first in your finances? Go back and put him that if he's not Lord of all, he's not Lord of any, he must be Lord over everything. So, when we say, when we say seek him first, he will add everything. We are not seeing it from the standpoint of going about to harass God with money, we are seeing it from the standpoint of love that it comes first. That's why I say we reward the labor of your love. That truly, let me tell you, let me sincerely tell you something. Oh, um, how do I, how do I, how do I, okay, let me put this in this way, let me give you a scenario in this way. Um, let's even use um, um, even your own father. There's a, can you can you be in need? And you, you know there are, there are different kind of children in families. There are children who are not always obedient to their father, and even their father may eventually bless them, give them certain things. But you know it will not be as um, how do I say? There are other children who are always obedient, who are this and that. Those are this is what the scripture is saying that they that diligently seek it. Now imagine that you now you are the son of your father, and you know you have been serving your father where faithfully saying you you go and all that and. Your school fees is not due. You don't have to now ask your father, Daddy, my school fees is due. No, no, sir. No. You see, he that what? You have done yours by by being his son and serving him faithfully. So if a believer thinks at a point in time when he puts God diligently and first, truly be lost from the standpoint of love, if he are need or his need at that point is finances, believe me, when the Bible said, seek him first and everything shall be added, he will add that part. That part will be added. That part, that particular finance, it will be added. I know we get angry when this, all these things have been said and order, but it is the truth. That particular part will still be added. So, God is a faithful, is a reward of them that does what diligently seek him. So that path of God will still forever be added. That's why I said not everything in the kingdom is given. There are things that are reward because of the level. God didn't call everybody friend in the Bible. He didn't call everybody friend in the Bible. They were all apostles who met Jesus, who did this and that, but not everybody had the access to revelation that Apostle Paul had access to. And Apostle Paul was showing us in, um, in Corinthians when he told us, he said, The grace of God was, um, um, was uh, bestowed upon me. He thanked God for the grace and he said, But I labor abundantly. So he, there's, a, there's a working dimension that brought us to everything we walk into. Everybody had the same, they had the, but there was a, I do I put, there was, there was a part of Paul. That I had to plead that brought whatsoever depth of revelation that he has. 
So I can even drag it on this note that seeking God first, yes, it meets your need. Now, you don't go there because you don't go and seek him first because you want him to meet your need. You go from the point and the standpoint of love. And based on this love, the Bible now says it's faithful to reward the labor of your love. God is not, it's not Nigerian government to marginalize you, to cheat you. No, sir. He's not a politician. You seek him genuinely, sincerely. He's a reward of them that truly when the Bible says a rewarder, is a rewarder, is not lying. That God is truly a rewarder of them that seek Him. That He will begin to examine our life from our finances, from our relationships, our work with God, our service in the house of God, and will begin to do what. Don't see, check your Bible. When Ezekiah went to meet, when Isaiah went to meet Ezekiah and said, um, Pack your house, you're going to go, and this one. Ezekiah turned back and said, Lord, remember that I serve you. There are days in the days of trouble where what you will need to, the, the strong reason sometimes you have to bring to God, remember that I serve you. Remember I was an usher. Remember how I was the protocol department, I was in protocol department. Remember this and remember that. He said, bring forth your strong reasons. There are times like that. True, there are times like that. True, there are. Is a guy at tongue by saying, Remember that I serve you. What can you remind God of that you, you've done or the place to which you have put him at the apex of your life? Where? Your resources, you, you download them alone. Your, your physical strength, you use it alone. You don't use it for God. Your mental capacity, you don't use it for God. God is. is not all things are gifts. Some things are reward for the depth of sacrifice and the alignment that we are. That was what Apostle Apostle Paul, the depth of, of his, um, how do I say, the grace of God was upon him, but his depth and his hunger for the things of the Spirit. Even Peter had to confirm that this thing, this one is writing, <laughs> not everybody can understand it. That truly, 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 that God is truly a rewarder on those who put him first. True. Finances, relations, all that has to do is truly a rewarder. God help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Alright? Ask that the grace that will not just be hearers of the word, that the grace to hear and to put to use, that God will grace us with them in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we ask that the grace that will cause us, that we will study the word of God, the, the spirit that the grace that will cause us for the scripture to be open to us, for it to be well interpreted to us, that the grace, that such grace, will rest upon us in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because of it. We thank you because of answer. In Jesus' mighty name. Alright, in case um, you've not given your life to Christ, you can repeat this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus. I believe you died for me. You took away my sin. So on the third day, you rose up from the dead. Today I confess you as my Lord and personal Savior. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right. This is the Youth Network podcast. In case you want to reach out, 0815 Thank you.